Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. What's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. Happy Monday to you, whether you're watching from Facebook, YouTube, uh, or anywhere else you might have snuck in and found this. I think that's maybe the only two places you can get it. I don't know. What, what, what's going on, Ryan? How you doing tonight, man? Oh, I'm good. Had to make a quick run up to Nashville, do a little bit of work, get back on the horse. Back on the horse. Back to working. Long weekend is over for you already. No yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we get going, we always want to thank our sponsors, uh, Dugout Bait and Tackle. Thankful to have them on board this year. Go to dugoutfishing.com. We saw somebody complaining on the page earlier about some Academy Sports order or something. Why would you go to Academy Sports? Yep. Go to dugoutfishing.com and get your stuff. Because Jacob Wheeler said so. Yeah. He cuts off kayak anglers. Go to dugout where they support kayak anglers and buy your all your stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Revo sunglasses. They say best lenses on earth, and I saw an ad earlier from them said uh, made in a NASA laboratory. So maybe That's you can see all the way, That's all the way to outer space. You can Google that up. Clear. Yeah. Dude, I saw some when... smallmouth cruising some bluff walls with them this weekend. Yeah, there you go. And Western Sun Vodka, of course. I know a lot of us got to work tomorrow. We don't want to indulge too much, but uh, hit up that Western Sun. Sun. Uh, and I saw they, they came out with some new craft cocktail-looking stuff uh, this week on their social media. So go check that out when you get the chance. But, yeah, let us know where you're watching from in the comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, we appreciate y'all. We've got some things to get out, cover before we get our guests in here. we got two guests tonight, Russell Johnson, Pennsylvania State Champ, or Pennsylvania Bass Nation. Bass State Nation, Champ. yeah. So he's qualified oh, yeah. for their, their uh, classic or classic championship, whatever you want to call it, down in South Carolina. And then we got Dwayne Taft, former Natty Champ, coming in here to preview Shreveport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I know Ryan and I don't participate necessarily in KBF, but we don't we don't uh, pick and choose what events are on the docket, and that's that's the biggest uh, spectacle in town every year. So we're going to talk about it, and Dwayne's going to give us some good info about what's going on down there. So they've been catching some be, monsters pre-fishing, yeah. giants getting put up. Yeah, yeah I think it was uh, was it Robert Brown? He caught like an eleven plus. I think I saw a freaking tank. Yeah, giant. Everybody's catching them. I mean, I've seen everybody that's anybody holding up biggins down there. So that's I Caddo, foresee- though. I mean, yeah, like yeah. Caddo is is just it's a donkey show. Yeah, all the time. But I bet you somebody that hasn't posted a pick all week will end up winning. Maybe somebody we don't even know. It's usually how it goes. That's where they, somebody makes their name there at the the Natty every year. So that'll be that'll be fun to talk to Dwayne about and see what he's been up to. But before we do that, we always talk about the the week that was. Leading up to this or the weekend it was, we had state championships going on. You cashed your little check yeah, at Tennessee yeah, State yeah. Championship. Man, I got uh I got up to third. I I worked my way up. i you know, we do it we do like a day and a half kind of fishing. Like we'll fish the afternoon of one day and then the morning of the next day, and it's your five best fish total. So there's a little kind of a little different strategy approach to it. Like for me, if I can get like two good keepers on day one and then just really target three big bites on day two. That's how I like to go at it, and that's what—that's exactly what I did. I mean, I did my game plan, but uh, man, Paris, this dude, dude from Nashville, he got on some smallies up in a creek, and I think he had like eighty-eight and a half inches day one. And I think he did cull up like another inch, but he—I mean, that was—that was pretty much over with uh, from that point on. Eric Thomason gave him a good run. He also put up—I uh, think it was around eighty-five inches or so. Uh, and then upgraded. I think he finished like 87 or something, but, uh, 
he got in there close. I mean, we kept it pretty tight. Watts Bar, it's it's in a real kind of fall funk. You know, it's a lot of little bitty little bitty bait fish. They're chasing schools around. Uh, it was hard to get on a, a solid pattern. So uh, I think I think it went well. And obviously, you know, Paris kind of put on a show. And congrats to the Nashville guys. We do. We have eleven clubs, and the top finishing club takes the paddle. And they beat us by like six point two five inches. Like I mean, just just enough to to stab you in the heart. Man. Um, then down in Alabama, there was a state championship too. I saw our guy, our housemate from Pickwick, Jesse Halverson, oh, was posting yeah. enough about that. He was in the running for a while. He ended up finishing sixth. Um, Lance Coley won that. Lance has kind of become a familiar name in the southeast, doing some things down there. So Sean Holyfield, uh, it's uh, KBN twenty five is the Revo discount code. Try them out. If you don't like them, throw them at me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, then what else was there? Oh, the Lone Star Throwdown. How do we how do we not talk about the Lone Star Throwdown? J.R. Mc I don't want to mispronounce his name. Maccabi Maccabi took the win down there. That looked like a hell of a good time. I've always wanted to make it. Didn't get to make it again this year. Maybe next year. Um, I see some Texas folks in the chat. Let us know how that went, but it looked like a great time. I see a bunch of regional championship trophy, like champion region champion or whatever. Somebody tell tell us how that works. I don't. I, I keep seeing these things, and there's obviously four or five dudes posting them up. I, I'm confused on what's happening there. I think they give like basically, you know, at that tournament, it's northeast Texas, east Texas, southeast, west, northeast Texas, whatever the alphabet club is down there. Uh, they have a bunch of different regions come represent, and then the winner of each of those also gets, you know, the top finisher from each of those. Ah, I got you, I got you. Brings home, okay. brings home an award. Uh, pretty awesome stuff. They always put on a great show, and looks like they got some good sponsor support in spite of what's going on down there, and still did put on a great show down there. So, and I see cool. Patrick Malone in the comments. I'm Patrick got off his butt and went fishing. Good job, Patrick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We miss you, buddy. I'm glad you got out and got to got to enjoy some some time with your friends on the water, man. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Uh, and then there's more state championships coming up. Arkansas is this week, so we'll see how that goes down on the Arkansas River. And I'm sure there's more around the country. So let us know where your championship is happening, if or if it's already happened. Let us know who won in the comments. We'll throw it up on the screen. So um, the winning region picks the next year's lake. That's that's ah. uh, that makes sense now. I get it. I get it. That's a good. And that's who, a good way to do that. Actually, I like that. Which region won? Do we know? Which region won? I know who who won, but I don't know what what region won. Somebody put that in the comments, and if you picked the lake already, I'd like to know that. Hopefully, it's in northeast Texas where I can get to it easier. We're learning. Cool. We're learning as we go, Jeff. Central, central. All right, that's good. That ought to be good. Um, will Toledo Bend count as an event in Texas? It splits, right? Louisiana, Texas. I would think so. I know that's the rule for them. If you fish an event in Texas, you can you can come to the throwdown. So somebody let me know. Will that will that event count? That first Toledo Bend. I'm sure there'll be other big trails have events down there too, so we'll be able to slide through. We'll see. I got you. Uh, I got what, you. What else we got, man? We got uh oh. You made you were made uh internet famous this week. Or maybe infamous? two weeks ago. Just infamous, yeah. Infamous, yeah. No, I saw, I got sent that, I uh, sent this blog post while I was out in Idaho on my elk hunt, and uh, it was uh, <laughs> shocking, laughable. I don't I don't really know how to describe my initial <laughs> emotion. I, I was laughing when I read the thing, and I'm like, this, I mean, I thought almost, you know, it was a joke, like it's like satire, like there's no way this shit's real. 
And uh, I talked to one of my buddies that lives near this anonymous blogger and I tell him about it and he's like, oh shit, I know who that is. <laughs> and uh, went and gave him some feedback on, <laughs> on his blog post. And then the dude went back and put a different dude's name on it, like an alias on the, on the blog post, changed the Bassmaster. He had the Bassmaster logo at first. I was like, he's going to get his ass sued off. Like you can't be using the Bassmaster logo on some stuff like that. So uh, he, he took down the Bassmaster logo put up our logo, which, I mean, we can do whatever you want to, Jeff, but uh, put up our logo and put KBN not approved or so. I don't know, man. Uh, I just let it go. I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't really going to shed any light on it. But uh, good old Brad K shared it uh, while we were at our state championship meetup. And, of course, everybody's got their phones out. And they're, like, looking over at me. I was like, what? what's what's going on? And, you know, people are coming at, you know, telling me about what it said. I'm like, Guys, I don't, I don't, I mean, y'all know me for a minute. I don't really care what anybody's yeah. thoughts are. And and that's part of being, you know, I guess being in the public eye and, and taking heat from all sides. I express my opinions and I hope that I always do. I try to give pretty honest and open feedback as far as what these trails can improve on and, you know, where I think things are going in the sport overall. Uh, if you don't like it, that's okay. That's fine. I'm going to keep doing what I do. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for that, good sir. I posted a picture earlier. If you want to use it in your next blog post, you're welcome. Yeah, you can maybe hit that edit button again. And I'd like to say to anybody um, that may be new to these parts, um, if you think that you're down rubbing elbows with important people or whatever you're, you know, and, and they're speaking poorly of the opinions <laughs> that Ryan and I may may put out here on the podcast or on the page in general, uh, there's something that you probably should know. And I don't want to speak for Ryan, but if people don't like the things we say or the opinions we put out, I don't think we really, we don't care. So that that's kind of the right. brand. That's yeah. the brand we've built here. We don't care. So we, we love to express our opinion. Uh, so you can save your criticism on our, our opinions for another time because we really don't care. So we'll, we'll keep on. Keep and I will on promise you after, after reading that novel, it has absolutely changed nothing in my life. <laughs> no. So no. continue, no. continue no. on friends. I think we, you know, we, we have a good time sharing our opinions. The people in our group do the same. And if somebody has a weird opinion like that blogger, then he's free, free to share his too. Love uh, it. And Love there it, we man. go. Yeah. America for now, no social yep. media censorship right now, unless you talk about one of, I think about three things, then you're out of here. Feet, yeah. COVID get, and uh, politics. You're out of here. Don't, don't say feet. Don't even do yeah, that. Sorry. Yeah. They probably have a voice watching us close. But anyway, that was a good time. Uh, funny talking about that in, in some private chats and, and just on the page in general. Oh, but my gosh. Yeah, yeah. sure it won't be the last dissenter of KBN. But, hey, you're welcome to rejoin for a fifth or sixth time under your other four burner accounts, whatever you want to try to do. Uh, we'll have a good time with that, too. So. Oh, man. All right, Anything moving else? on. No, yeah. I want to hear from the smally smashing man from Pennsylvania, Russ Johnson. Russ Johnson. All right, hang on just a second. Let me see if I can get this thing reorganized, Ryan, and we'll bring in Russ. All right, here we go. No, there he is. Oh, wait a minute, Russ, you got your you got your sound turned up. We got an echo going. Oh yeah, Russ Johnson. What's going on, guys? Not much, man. We got we got a pretty good echo going on somebody's deal. I think it's yours. We'll bring in Russ. I can hear myself. It's amazing. I sound pretty good. I don't know. It's sounding horrible. Russ, you got your you got your sound turned up. We got an echo going. Hold on. Yeah. Russ Johnson. Hello? 
Yeah, that's better. I think. Oh man, I can barely hear any things. All right, that's better. That's better now. No echo. So. Uh, yeah, but my I man, can't hear you guys. Oh no. Well, uh, my man can uh, smash smallies, uh, but we got audio problems. We'll we'll get this fixed up here in just a minute. You got audio? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you just fine. I can barely hear you. Let me try to grab some more headphones. All right, I'm gonna move you back out. And my come back uh, blue and purple headphones for my daughter ain't working well. Give me one All second, right. guys. All right, I'm gonna pull you out. All right. So, like I said, we're gonna bring Russ back here in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, nobody said he's a podcast expert, all right? But he can catch some smallmouth. That's a fact. Yeah, my man was on him for sure. Uh, and up there, the Susquehanna's, what do you say? Take those headphones off. He said off. take those headphones off. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, Bob Baylor had a question for you, Ryan. I, did, I answered, yeah, I shot a yeah. pass out, Bob. Uh, it was, oh, uh, yeah, you put it, it in the comments here. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, about – a 350-ish. We'll see what what the score is when it dries. We took took it straight to the taxidermity, but uh, it was the biggest bull in the herd. Got out there and got on it pretty quick on the first morning. So finished that up and uh, chased some goats and some bears after that and got on back to Tennessee. Jesse Halverson oh, is correct. Catching smallmouth is all you need to know in life. Here we go. For, for you, Bob. This is for you. There it is. Mm, mm, the big one. Mm. The giant. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, I think I Russ is say, ready. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. There he is. You hear us back? All right. What's, I can hear you now. All right. There we go. We're cooking with gas. We're we're cooking good, with gas. Good. My my daughter's headphones weren't working. So That's I all right. Get, get some real headphones. There we're we good. Go. All right. So Pennsylvania Bass Nation State Champ. Yeah, um, it's kind of fun because I only fished a couple events this year. Um, my plate's been full with uh, the restaurant, um, but I was able to win a bass Bassmaster or not Bassmaster Bass event up here on a on a reservoir lake, and then it qualified me to go to the state championship. And it happened to be on a Susquehanna, so I wasn't missing that one. Smart man. Yeah, you. It's it's an easy decision. <laughs> It'd be like fishing so, the Upper Chesapeake and just dominating that, you know. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of that though. <laughs> I, I, I I can't do it. Oh, um, oh, me me and Tidal Water that's, don't. That's somebody else. That's a different pro. Yep. Um, yeah. That's a different pro for sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Evans says you're his hero. Nah, he's my hero. Tight lines, brother. Oh. Shout out. I love Josh, man. That's my brother from another mother right there. Jordan Welliver says it felt good to be in the same picture as you. Yeah, I mean, you you weren't the only one that, 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 you know, jacked him up. I mean, we were seeing updates on the KBN page all day long of just monster, monster smallmouth getting put up. Y'all. Uh, y'all really showed out up there. Yeah. Um, so this is the, I mean, when you look at it, uh, me and a guy in second, Josh Sims, uh, we went back and forth across the leaderboard three or four times. Um, I had 91 inches by seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. Um, and then it was just a grind for big fish. I probably put back 40 fish, 17 inches or better that did not call anything. 
It's crazy. What was your final call fish? Which do you remember which one gave you that that half inch to take it? That nineteen seven five. Ooh, was the it? biggest. Damn. Yep. Way to close uh, that one out. Um, she was big and mean, and I found her shallow. Uh, uh, and it's a spinnerbait bite. Um, they they were just chewing the spinnerbait. Um, it, it unbelievable spinnerbait bite. Um, in typical Susky fashion, half of the river was muddy, the other half was clear, and they had a good mud line right down the middle. Um, uh, most of the guys were sticking to the clear side of the river, and then the other guys were, you know, bouncing on that mud line. I chose to go find clear water coming in, um, and you can see in that picture just in the top corner how clear the water is that I, I found, but I found it on the muddy side of the river. Um, I found some influent, you know, water coming in that just happened to be clear. There's another clear water fish right there. Just going through them all for you. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Susquehanna has been kind of legendary for a while on everybody's bucket list. And, and now that it's got some major tournaments coming to it every year, people are, are really fighting to, to keep it on, keep it on somebody's schedule, if not multiple schedules, uh, no matter what. And, and right here, this tournament shows why. I mean, if you just even go down to the, you know, the, the 10th, you know, 10 guys, there's 24 anglers, 200 fish caught. But if you go down to 10th place, that's 86 and you know, a quarter inches. That's winning a lot of tournaments in a lot of places. Um, yeah. You know, and that doesn't put you in the top 10 here. Um, we probably about six or seven years ago, we used to have tournaments on a lake or on a river where your top three fish, if you didn't have 58 inches or better, you weren't even thinking about cashing a paycheck. Um, you had to have, you know, well over a 19 inch average. Mm-hmm. So let's go through the so tournament what is itself. It, what man. is it that you, no, what ahead, is Brian, it that makes you, I mean, like, why do you think the Susky is such a hammer factor year after year? Like, what what is it that just keeps putting out these world class smallmouth? It's it's the fact that the if you pay attention to Jeff Little, and I'll bring Jeff into this because he's one of the best guys for it. If you look at what's in that river and not your target, like the food that they have in that river is absolutely ridiculous. The guys that came up for the Hobie event, they'll be like, these fish stink. They stink because they're eating crayfish, I mean, by the droves. If you were to, yeah. you know, take a seining net and go seine for crayfish, you can catch 100 of them with any, give, you know, given point. Um, the other thing that makes this river fantastic for our style of fishing is you need a jet boat to run it. So the guy that has the $80,000 Ranger, he's only taking guide trips on a Susquehanna. He's not beating it up every day. Um, And even with the jet boat, 80% of the water I fished on Saturday, you can't get a jet boat to. It's it's just impossible. So we're able to use what the kayak is made for to go places you can't get in a boat. You just can't get there. Um, But when you go into those places that may be knee deep for a half a mile, that's where all those crayfish are. That's where the stone cats, the helgramites, everything that these fish are targeting for food is. And the river's so big, there's so much food. They, they're the apex predator and they're outside of the catfish. 
they eat what they want. They seem to eat chatterbaits a lot, from what I recall. That seems they, to be one of their favorite forage items, uh, <laughs> jackhammers. Specifically. Jackhammers get smoked. Um, <laughs> they seem to but, like those. But but and and my thought on that is is the jackhammer has that vibration. If you ever listen to underwater footage of a crawfish fleeing and the clacking of their tail trying to get away, it's going to be really close to that same pulse. And you'll find a lot of times on a Susquehanna, a cadence, everybody knows a spinnerbait. You know, you can change your cadence with a spinnerbait. You can change your cadence with that that chatterbait. A lot of guys, they'll cast it out, let it sit on the bottom, and just pull it up, give it a vibrate, let it sit back down. Pull it up, give it a vibrate, almost like yo-yoing it in in two foot of water, but it's able for that smallmouth to key in on that thing. And as soon as it moves, they have all fight, no give. Amen to that. Everybody saw Ryan's video snippet from when he was up there. The big and he got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all fight. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time, old sweetheart. Yeah, we yeah. had a good time with that. Trying to keep up with these comments here. For the tournament itself, Russell, did you go back to stuff that you already knew, or did you pre-fish a little bit and kind of have something figured out before the tournament? So I, uh, me and my friend uh, Billy DeBurro, we fished on Friday, and we fished um, one of our history places. Uh, we knew what the water level was. It was clearing up, and we went and both put up 90 inches. Um, and that was early on Friday. Midday, um, we decided to go look at some other stuff. And I just noticed where everybody's cars were and knew the areas they would be fishing. So I wanted to get above them or be below them. So I chose to go way above, give Billy his his spot um, that we found in pre-fishing. And I fished new water and I came across um, just good fish. It, it was just knowing what they were on 30 miles down south and then, you know, keying into that uh where i fished at which was uh out of the owl queue and then into uh the manitango area somebody just josh evans just said the most underrated angler on the susky right there <laughs> how can that be true because every time i hear about the susky i hear your name how can you i don't, be the most I don't know i don't think he, <laughs> I, was, I don't think he was talking about russell though oh is he talking about somebody up in was the comments he? maybe no, you talked about your buddy you were pre-fishing with. Mm. I think that's who he was referring to. There ain't okay, no damn okay. way he's talking about Russell. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. That you, there's a few people that you that you look for on on the Susky leaderboard: uh, Russell, Jedediah, Sisto, and uh, you look for Jake Harshman in the comments, but not on the leaderboard. Um, <laughs> in the so... pre-fishing, the pre-fishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jake is the Jake is the North's Dylan Lowry. Is that how that is? Right? Oh, damn! Oh, Sorry, that's a burn. That's Steve. Yeah, that's Trailer that, Park that, Tammy right there. <laughs> they're referring. I think he's referring to Billy yeah. DeBarro. Yeah, that's um, what he said in the comments. I messed up. My bad. Yeah, it didn't no. make any sense, and I know Josh is smarter than that. So. <laughs> Billy's calling you out for saying his last name wrong. Still, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> I I still get his name wrong. It's oh. Billy D kayak fishing in my phone. I got you. Durboro. I'll never get it right. However you say it. That's my main man right there. <laughs> Billy yeah, D. Yeah, stick with Billy. Uh, Billy stick D. Billy. And congratulations to him on his wedding. Oh, so. okay. Oh, good job, Billy. Good catch. Now his wife has to put up with not knowing how to pronounce her last name. So congrats yeah, that's, to her. Right? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess her name up, too. 
Uh, <laughs> they get but, free uh, meals at the restaurant, though. Absolutely, man. That's 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 <laughs> he can come up here and eat anytime. In fact, uh, I just uh, about three weeks ago, and this is the kind of guy he is. I called him. He saw what was going on on Facebook, and he lives about two and a half hours away from me. He was ready to load his truck up and come up and help me move everything out of one restaurant into another restaurant. That dude saw awesome. him. So unbelievable. That is Somebody awesome. mentioned that earlier, man. You want to you want to say a little something about your your restaurant? Yeah. So uh, me and the wife and the kids uh, were packing out of a small twenty four seat restaurant. Uh, we're changing the name because what I was doing was managing a family restaurant for twenty some years, um, and I managed it the last two years. Um, we've outgrown uh, what we have, and uh, we purchased our own. Um, so. I have a new restaurant coming. Um, the name of it's going to be the Steel Plate. Um, I'm in a steel mine or a steel mill. Yep, that's it right there. Um, if you guys go and hit smash the like button on there, you can see some things coming. Boom. Um, I like it. I like it. Um, but we have uh, we'll be doing barbecue, homemade pastas, um, a lot of seafood dishes. Um, you can see some stuff there. We do a, a crazy brunch that's uh, barbecue enthused. That's the brisket macaroni and cheese quesadilla. That's the homemade uh, fettuccine Alfredo uh, grilled chicken. Uh, that is Good the smokestack. That's a rack of ribs, one pound of tater tots, <laughs> a half a pound of macaroni oh. and cheese topped with brisket uh, burn ends. Bring that to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my Lord. Okay. Uh, yeah. And if, if you think he's just about pictures, he can actually cook. He cooked for us at the Hobie year before last. And what was that? Was it a barbe, barbecue Reuben? Is that what you got? Yeah, we did We did a bar, uh, pulled pork Reuben. So I did pulled pork, oh uh, creamy uh, coleslaw. Um, I thought, this but, is crazy. There ain't no way ain't no way I'm eating this. And I took one bite of it, and I was like, ah, all right, you got me. <laughs> you got me yeah, on that one. Uh, it, it, it's one of those things that you don't think uh, is going to go together, and it worked out pretty well. And then we had the uh, the cookie. Uh, did I do the cheesecake cookies for dessert up there? Yep. Yep. Sure did. That was a good time. That was during COVID too. I mean, we were all we were all on, yeah. on lockdown out there, <laughs> <laughs> throwing corn all eating dinner under the pavilion like nothing could touch us. Nothing could touch us. Good times. That's what this community is about, man. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I think we may change over. Hey, to man, the we got podcast. some good folks in it. <laughs> yeah, got folks some good are fired folks up. In it. Uh, Van Tyne put the link to the Facebook page in the comments. So even if you don't live there, go like that page because the more likes it gets, it puts it into the Facebook ether algorithm, and it'll it'll send people his way. So go like that page and help him out. I uh, appreciate people, it, guys. Yeah, people from Texas are asking if you can ship. Free I drive. can ship, but we can also. Uh, what were we talking about earlier? That uh, that Texas throwdown. Yeah, Lone Star throwdown. Get, you need to go yeah, look at that. What, what, we can do something. I think Katie, she's always commenting on that. I'll put my hand in the pot on that one. Whoa. Deuce, are you watching? We need, we need to get you with Deuce. He'll, he'll, uh, hook, we'll link up for that. That'd be amazing. I'm for That would be amazing. Uh, Cliff's asking if you mess with Mediterranean food. We've kind of gone off the rails on the fishing part. We're in the food now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we do uh, gyros up here, but I roast whole lambs instead of doing like off the cone. So we'll roast whole lambs um, to do gyros. Um, And then we make our own grape leaves and hummus and stuff along that lines. Um, We don't do it all the time, just for specials. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, we got we got into fishing, big smallmouth, and tremendous looking food. What a what a what a night! I know back last year when we had you on, Russell, that was one of our favorite interviews then, uh, and it's a great one again tonight. So we're so glad you took the time to join us here. Um, and we're also, time, yeah, we're going to do a, a Natty Championship preview too with Dwayne as soon as he comes in, and you're welcome to stick around and be part of that too. I hope you will. Absolutely, another JK brother. There you go. Uh, and I've got somebody in the waiting room with no camera on. So as soon as I see them pop their camera on, we'll bring them in and start somebody, talking to them. Some mystery guest out there with no camera <laughs> Who? Hey, why do I have Nicole Johnson in the stream? Is that you, Russell, trying to get in again? No, I, maybe she did. She clicked the wrong link. I don't know. Okay. She's sitting in a bedroom watching. <laughs> yeah. and then so I, got more... little, I got my little one here yeah. being right. shot so Bob. You can tell everybody All how. Right. Hey, you're famous. You're kayak famous now, little lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So All there's right. 56 guys watching that over there. Yeah. Uh, oh, Dwayne's ready. He's in. He's in there. We're gonna bring Dwayne in now. Hey. Hang on just a second, y'all. Hey, oh. Hey, what is up, Mr. Taff? Can you hear us? Okay. Yeah, pretty good. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's a little choppy, but it's fine. Uh, yeah. thank, thanks for sliding in here with us, man. We want to. I know you're down in that part of the country. Are you Are you down there pre-fishing yet in Shreveport? Yeah, I've been here uh, days, like that. Okay, so, so you're in the thick of it. So, as everybody knows, Dwayne is uh, former. Na- Do you call him former national champs, or you just say national champ? No, I mean he's still forever. he's still a national. He's a yeah, he's yeah a national, national champ of that year forever. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like president. You always call them president after they're president. I mean, once, classic so. champ. Like you don't stop referring to a yeah. classic champ as classic champ at any point. Yeah. In life. So, so my apologies. We'll say. It's still champ. old news. Welcome way. champ. Okay. Welcome to the thing champ. Uh, yeah, man. But we wanted to have you in here to talk about the, the the championship coming up and just kind of let us know how it's setting up down there. Uh, you've been down there all week. We've seen some beggings being caught by a lot of people. They're posting them up on social media. So. So so how what's it looking like? How's how's the the lakes and the choices of lakes setting up down there? It's looking good, you know. Uh, it's crowded everywhere. Everywhere you go, it's crowded. Um, there's some big fish being caught. I know there's some people regretting those big fish being caught right now. Uh, you know, you, you try not to set the hook on them, but um, it happens. Uh, the weather's good. The weather's perfect. You know, for the south here. Uh, it's, so uh, everything's good right now. Yeah. Without giving away too much, how is it setting up uh, differently from the last national championship down there in the spring? Can you tell a big difference? I mean, uh, pattern-wise, bite-wise? You know, the fish, you know, when the sun's out, the fish are going to hold to the shade. They're going to get up close to the cypress tree just like they did in the spring. Yeah. Um, yeah. The moving baits are working a little bit better. It seems to be, you know, uh, they're chasing a little more. Uh, it's that time of year. It's that fall transition here. It's just starting. We got a little front coming in this Thursday night, which may change things up Friday for the final 100, you know. And um, but they're chasing pretty good. But you know, these, these fish are, are pretty predictable. What is the fall transition like in that kind of flat, swampier area where there's not big ledges and river channels and stuff? Like, what is the fall transition down there? How does that? How does that kind of play into it as far as bait movement okay i mean they'll just start feeding they'll feed basically you know you'll start seeing the schools uh you know they'll they'll just start following the bait they'll follow the shad all over the lake wherever that shad goes they won't you know 
No, so it's it. more so on the on the bait grouping up instead of moving from deep water to backs and creeks and that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, is that all temperature related or? Yeah, for the most part, it's a water temperature, you know, it's a water temperature drop. So in the summertime, we were hitting, you know, somewhere around 90, you know, lower 90s water temp. And it's been 80, 79 degrees, something like that here recently, the last few days out there. So. Yeah, Are you going to uh, repeat? Do you think you're going to, you think you're going to win this one? And I don't know. I, you know, I, I, it'd be pretty cool to do it, but <laughs> I'll, I'll be fortunate to make the third day, you know, to make the top 100. It's uh, there's some really good angles here. And there's a, uh, there's some people that are, that are, they're on the verge of pulling this one off, you know, it seems It'll like good, these tournaments, I mean, man. Last time down there. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is where you're going with that, Jeff. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's well, no, it's always somebody from not that you don't expect or from <laughs> exactly. out of town. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You think, oh, some you know Southeast Texas guy or Louisiana guy's got the home field advantage, going to take care of business, and then Mike Elsey comes in and wins the national <laughs> from Indiana from wins the national well, championship. I, so I mean, Drew Gregory, if I'm not mistaken, Drew Gregory kicked some ass down there. Uh, Greg Blanchard came in and did and did really well down there as well. Like it, it didn't seem. I mean, and you know, like we've talked about, the quality of big fish present in those lakes is is astounding. So, you know, to really mop the floor with somebody, it's not like you found a pocket of 25-inch fish, but, I mean, 22 and 23-inch fish are pretty common. I mean, that's not that's not a freak fish down there. That's just, a, you know, a healthy, a healthy fish. Yeah, I mean, it's still going to take – I mean, my prediction is probably like – 285 for a three-day total, something like that. It's it's gonna take. I can't do that much math, um, but <laughs> I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be mid 90s all three days to win this yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. I think a 90, probably a 95 and a half inch average or so will probably yeah. uh, probably take it. You know, the problem is it's just you know everybody goes to Caddo. Caddo's Caddo's getting all the traffic and and uh, whether these areas will hold three days. You know, it's uh, are the smaller lakes fishing better this time of year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the water runners low, all the lakes are low. I mean, Caddo shows normal pull, but it's lower than it normally is. It's no lower than it was when we were here in uh, 19. You know, it's it's, it's low. I remember in the spring, though, Caddo really showed out. Like, you looked, you know, down the top 25, I'd say probably 19 of them were fishing Caddo. Uh, you know, obviously it was the bigger lake and, and held a, a much larger quantity of big fish. I just wonder if some of these smaller lakes are going to come into play being in that fall pattern where they really Absolutely. do have three-day potential to hold out. Absolutely. I, I, I'm not going to blow anybody's spot out, but there is some other lakes <laughs> that are, that are, that are, that are they're going to produce. I could definitely see the champion coming from another lake. Okay, that was going to be my question: Was do these other lakes stand a chance, or is it going to be a, a caddo fest? So they did. Absolutely. Okay. Does the Red River stand a chance? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> At what does it stand? A it's chance on the list. <laughs> it's on the running list. dry. Like what? Is... It's on the list. Yeah, man. The lake is low. If you can get in those those backwaters, those oxbows, there's a lot of fish. Uh, you know, you might get lucky and find a big one there. The majority of them are pretty small. 
you know, average size. I have uh, Jamie Broad and Adam Patron and uh, Mel Ash and Matt Scotch and Cody Milton all telling me to tell you to, to let everybody know to go to the Red River and fish for the event. Okay. <laughs> See, that, this you was your chance to Red say that. Yeah, yeah, don't tell any, don't tell anybody. Right. Don't tell anybody that Red River's the juice. What bait what bait are they uh eating on the Red River? Whopper ploppers. Dead stick and a whopper plopper. Just letting it Get sit it there. Get it down low. Get it down low, boy. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I'll be curious, man. I know that every year um it's always a show on, well, it was Tourney X, now Fishing Chaos, to watch the leaderboard. And, you know, last year, I think it was, it was last year that Jackson made the run, uh, Ryan? Yeah. We had fun with that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Gunnersville. And um, I'm sure this year it's going to be fun watching all of our friends down there make runs up and down the leaderboard. So it's, it's going to be a good time. I mean, Dwayne just called out a pretty stacked house there. Uh, what's the over-under on somebody in that house finishing the top three? You gotta, you gotta think one of those guys is gonna cash a pretty big check. That's a pretty good bit of talent sitting around you right there. Yeah, I, I see it. I see it happening. Hey, is Matt sitting back there with you, Scotch? I think him and Cody walked outside. To, I don't know what I, they're doing. I wanted you to ask Matt if he planned on losing his phone or not. <laughs> yeah, when he comes back in, ask when he comes back in, ask him if he plans on losing his phone or not. Because he has a habit to drop out damn thing. Hell no! Don't don't get him shook up before the tournament starts. <laughs> Ask him how many paddles he lost. Oh yeah, shit. poor kid. I uh, lost I wanna... another one, probably my third in the Tennessee State Championship this weekend. I just had it clipped in the hobby thing and took off down the road and lost half of it again. I'll yeah. learn one day. One day. Steve Fields, hey, I know you're watching. I need half a Hobie paddle, pal. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, those Walmart paddles make uh, good deals in a pinch, Ryan. I've I've been on the same road and had to run in there and buy one when I was up in uh, Lacrosse. I'm gonna but... get some of those Ozark Trail Assault hand yes. paddles. Yes, that's what I got, man. <laughs> you can fight somebody with those. They're legit. <laughs> Cut a man. Cut a man. Yeah. Hey, uh, Dwayne, let me ask you this, man. We we saw earlier in the week. I meant to bring this up before we went live, Ryan. The new the new rule that's going in down there, the video release rule. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I say yeah, rule yeah. the the whatever you want to call it the fail safe. I guess you don't have to submit them. How's that being received down there, Dwayne? What do you think about that? Um, you know, I haven't heard any negative feedback other than you know I'm I'm gonna forget. You know, yeah. that's what everybody. You know, I'm I'm saying it too. I'm gonna forget to do that. You know, it's it's just not habit. We got to get in the habit of doing it. But I think it's a good thing. You know, to cut down some of the controversy and some of the questionable stuff. You know, it's a it's a good thing, and I think that's where the, these tournaments are going. They're going to be, you know, almost live feed like that. That'll be hard to remember in the heat of the moment in such a big tournament. Like, I think if you that's started it at the beginning of the season in, in the trail, you know, when it's 30 or 40 person, 50 person events, you're a lot more likely to remember something then when you know that every fish counts for – you know, $40,000, like, you're a lot more likely to throw that fish back and cast out immediately. There's a lot I, that, that's been I think practicing. that'll be hard. There's a lot of guys that have been practicing, you know, when they're pre-fishing. They've been going ahead and taking their videos and all that. But 
I'm still forgetting, man. I can GoPro yet. video be used? Like if you're wearing like a head mount GoPro or, or over the shoulder GoPro or anything? Have y'all talked about so, that? I really don't know. Wait, I'd have to ask add that. I don't know. I know that you have, there's certain criteria to it. You got to, you got to film the fish on the board, film the release. Then you got to go back to the board and show the board isn't altered or anything. Uh, so I, I mean, so, I guess if it's a clean spot, as long as you can prove that it's a, a good catch and release. Out of all the cheaters we've seen, out of everything we've seen, I want to ask, I want both of you guys to answer this. Do you feel like this video release thing is actually taking care of the bigger problems in, in catch photo release fishing? As far as like fish baskets or people delivering you fish or whatever, you know, having a stringer somewhere. What do you think the biggest issues are? And do you think that the video thing is necessarily taking care of like, something at top or is it just checking off you know a potential way to way to cheat Ooh. i mean I, I don't think it's i mean i guess it helps eliminate some of it but a cheater's going to cheat you know they're going to find yeah. ways to cheat and I, I don't know how you could eliminate it all the way in the, this format you know somebody's going to find a way to do it i mean um, they still do it in bass boat tournaments like you can't yeah. and they've been they've been at this for 50, 60 years, like it still happens every day. Go ahead, Russell. I think it's it's always going to have the potential to happen, but until we get something, you know, a major a major company to come in and say, here's uh, a camera that's going to last for eight hours. You got to turn that camera on when you when you launch. It goes over your shoulder, and if there's any questions, they can watch your whole tournament. Um, yeah. It it that that is going to be the fail safe long run these short videos doesn't stop somebody coming over um it's gonna you know a, an all day long video is going to be stop the controversy of me saying hey lunch money you uh you were talking to x y and z about this on the water and you're not allowed to talk to competitors yeah your camera's going to tell you that um i saw person b hand off a fish to person a that camera's going to say that now you got to sit there and watch eight hours of footage or try to figure it out where it's at. But that is the only thing that a GoPro attack to cam or whatever is going to have to be recorded for eight hours. And then you run the risk of bad fouls and everything else. So if something, yeah. you know, that's supplied that goes bad, why am I going to be penalized for it? So there's no right Correct. answer for that. It's just looking at people and, and hopefully we all have the right mind and, right heart set to do what we're doing, not for a thousand dollars to go cheat at a tournament. Yeah. Right. I and I'll tell you what, what I'd like to see happen if they're going to do stuff like this is if you're going to add this rule, pull back something else. Like th let's get rid of the arbitrary pinky on the tail meat of the tail rule or something. If you're going to video them anyway, uh, yeah. To, you know what I mean? Let's take, make one thing easier if you're going to make something else a, l a little bit more difficult. Because if you're going to video them anyway, obviously you're going to well, have to Well, it kind of negates it fish. to that point. Yeah. It kind of negates a rule like that. You know, you don't yeah, necessarily yeah. need that part. I, I think, and I suggested this a few years back, especially in the like multi day setup tournaments, like three day, for instance, when you get down to like the top 100 or whatever, you got 200 other people that can't you know, that can't really do anything, take the bottom 10 or bottom 15 and make them marshals and put them on somebody and be like, hey, listen, 
you stay 100 yards back from this guy all day, and you watch them. You know, you watch them catch, you watch them score their fish, you make sure nobody's bringing fish over to them. You've already got the people there, you know, throw them 100 bucks or whatever it is. But I think that adds more legitimacy than anything, is having a live human person watching you not go out of bounds, not communicate with somebody, not share fish. Like, that would eliminate a lot of the issues that I feel like not necessarily that go on all the time, but that are big potential, you know, cheating opportunities in our sport right now. The yeah. the only thing with that one, Ryan, and I really like it, but say I hop in my Jackson with the Torquedo on the back, you're in your Hobie, and my fishing spot is five miles from where we launch. Do I got to yeah. wait on you as a marshal to get to me to start fishing? No. You got to like, pull them. No. You got to pull them with you. <laughs> like yeah. that's, there's just little things like that that we're not on the all all on the same page as what a fishing vessel is, um, and therefore it or can somebody paddle in a kayak still keep up with a guy in a Hobie, or you know I'm gonna go. No, fish we're gonna have to here. get them. We're gonna have to get them a real kayak, unfortunately. So we're gonna have to get them something that moves. We can use some of those sponsor uh, dollars to pull in a torpedo or two. <laughs> Taylor Howell said she'll babysit us, man. So she volunteered to marshal everybody, what I read there. So you know, thanks, Taylor. Taylor's been talking all this. I ain't seen Taylor at a tournament yet. All right. I've run into Big Stick a couple times. I haven't seen Taylor yet. So either come to the TOC or stay out of the DMs. All right. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of the DMs. That's awesome. Uh, I'm kidding. Stay in the DMs. Yeah, Love yeah. you, girl. <laughs> Let, let's uh let's get back to the tournament itself man I, I i i'll be interested to see number one if that rule affects anybody and somebody forgets and that'll be a while i mean for our page it'll be fantastic there'll be some great conversations happen if that <laughs> happened and somebody gets de- dq'd over a missed video or something but uh there's also that aspect of like uh not legal launches too you're not going to video that mm-hmm. and that's yeah. all that's already kind of an issue here that we're hearing you know uh through the grapevine that there's you know people launching at places they shouldn't be and stuff like Ooh, that yeah and there's always yeah. those rumors you always especially i don't want yeah. to target anybody specifically but like you get these guys that fish skinny water that look for skinny water on purpose and they're you know maybe dragging across somebody's field to a creek or or portaging over a, a, a barrier but I mean, without video evidence, how do you prove that? Like, how do you prove that that actually happened? I mean, you can't. And I think, like you said, I mean, eventually when this sport gets big enough to support itself, really, I think you'll see those live feed, you know, $10,000 cameras having to be a part of it when guys are out fishing for 50 or 60 grand in every single tournament. Like, that's a small investment to legitimize your entire organization, in my opinion. Hey, I got a, I got an idea, Ryan. We talked about pre-approved launches before, right? Like a list mm-hmm. of launches. Far Wide is the sponsor of all these trails, it seems like. Mm-hmm. They could integrate the pre-approved launches right into their little app and put them all on the Far Wide map, and then everybody would be on the same page. Let's get on I, that, people. I think I really like. I think I wouldn't hate now that Motors are such a big player, and I know they're not in Hobie yet, and I'm not trying to hint toward anything because I don't know shit. But if, if motors are accepted in all these trails, why not have a list of pre-approved launches? You have the ability to run to wherever you want to go. If you want to put in the work to get there, that's up to you. But I like the pre-approved launch 
and I'm not saying like four launches. I don't want people to be crowded. Yeah. But let's say you pick like 15. I mean, just throwing that number out there, 15 launches on a body of water. And you're like, here you go, guys. You got to pick from this list. If you have a vehicle at any of these launches and you're caught, you're DQ'd immediately. I mean, I think I think that's fair. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know that gets away. It's the, the line of it's a kayak and you can get into some places that other people can't get and all that. So, yeah, I know you're blurring lines there, but. You can still get there. Yeah. It'll just take you longer. Like Russell yeah. outrunning me in his Jackson with a motor. That's right. When I'm his Marshall. <laughs> but now Jackson has a two-seater, so you can put it on that, and I'll just ride with you. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get back to the tournament itself coming up. I want to get y'all's picks for the tournament, number one. Uh, but first, we've got a TOC champ right here. We've got a state champ here, and then we've got a national champ here on the screen. So, Dwayne, you lead off. What kind of mindset is it going to take to pull this off, to win any championship? But, you know, 300-something people, three days, trying to make, uh, you know, the top 100 for day three. Everybody's crowded on these lakes. What kind of mindset are you going to have to have to pull this off? Um, you know, consistency. You just got to stay consistent for three days, man. You got to grind it out. There's These fish are going to go through waves, you know, and you got to keep your head down and keep grinding. Um, but you got to be consistent. You got to be smart. You don't want to hammer them all on day one and don't leave anything, you know, for day two and three. You got to, uh, you got to fish smart, fish clean. There's some opportunities, you know, uh, people are going to be upset. You know, I broke a, a big one off uh, and didn't mean to pre-fish, and I accidentally hooked a really big one, and it broke me off quick. And I was, I was in panic mode a little bit, thinking, man, what if it was tournament day, you know? My knot broke on my hook, you know? So you got to fish clean. But to that point, those big ones, when they're feeding aggressive, I've done this on Gunnersville, I had like a seven-pounder come up, hit a 10-inch, you know, 10-inch old monster, broke me off. I threw right back in, and she ate again another 10-inch old monster, and I caught her with my other one hanging out her mouth. Like, you know, yeah. don't, don't give up on a fish. Like you, I know it hurts. Like you feel defeated and you're like, damn, I just messed up. You know, there, there went five grand, like just swam off. Right. You know, you can't, you can't, you got to retie and get back in as fast as you can. Cause yeah, those absolutely. fish are feeding aggressively. I mean, you still got a shot at that for sure. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. That like the topwater bite's been fairly good for me, you know, but I always keep a Cinco on deck, you know, cause Oh, yeah. miss that we can throw back in there and get them usually, you know, they're, they're in that search mode once they get fired up on the top water, you know? Yep. Yeah. You, and I think we could, we could do a whole show on uh, fish management. I mean, that's a whole other mm -hmm. thing, especially over three days, but yeah. Russell, yeah. what do you think, bud? I, I think it's going to be the person that didn't find the a spot, the B spot. It's going to be the one that depends on that, that third choice. I mean, everything down there, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here in Pennsylvania looking at what's going on down there and I see everybody catching fish and everybody looks like they're fishing that fishy spot. Um, for me, it's going to be the guy that, that is, is going to back away from the new guys or the, 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 the big names down there and they're going to pull it out. It's going to be somebody random, but it's going to be somebody that's not on the, the community hole or anything like that. That just comes across. That's just fishing. Um, I mean, because three days is a lot of fish to manage, and there's not one hole that if somebody sees the Wayne launch launch here in first and second day, they're going to be there on the third day. But that person that isn't known, they can just cruise by and catch five fish a day and pull off with it. Yeah. 
And I think, you know, for my answer to this, there's kind of two methods of fishing. There's the guy that goes around and power fishes and covers water, you know, just trying to make as many casts as he can and bump five in the head. And then there's the guy that looks for the spot, one thing that will keep regenerating throughout the day. And they'll sit on there and fish slow and finesse and not as aggressive. You're not educating as many fish and try to bust out five a day. I think in the three-day tournaments, and, you know, the TOC's three days this year as well going into it, uh, for me personally, I I usually like to sit on a spot and fish slow. I don't think I can find an area that will win the TOC by sitting on it for three days. I really don't. I don't think the spot I had last year in the TOC could put out for three days. Um, so that's going to change my – I like to move. I don't like to move at all during tournaments as far as ramp hopping. I feel like that wastes a whole lot of time, and that's just my own mindset. But I'm definitely going to have – two different launches with hopefully, you know, three different areas around them that I can kind of move around. If one of them's hot, I'll sit on it. But I think you have to give yourself, you know, three or four different options, places to pull out and get bit because you can't be stubborn in these big tournaments that cost you money, period. I, I think a big thing is that is when somebody gets, you know, and they say 95, I mean, Dwayne said, you know, 95 inches a day. When you get close to that, you got to make that conscious call to if you're sitting on all 18s and you catch five more 18s, you wasted those fish for day two. Like you can't lose it or you can't win it on the first day. You can lose it. You go out and burn your spot. I mean, that management is key. Um, you know, do you take five fish and, and go look for other stuff? That's that's the question that it, it's always burned in my mind. And big tournaments, two-day tournaments, three-day tournaments, I don't see myself doing good in it because I'm one of those guys that I'm trying to gain every quarter inch I can, and I don't do good in those longer tournaments. I know that. Like, there's no – Russell has 95 inches stop cast and go look for something else. <laughs> you ain't laying I'm, off. Nope. I'm, I'm chucking and winding, and it's normally a spinnerbait, so – uh, let's see. We've got a question from the crowd here. What about 90% of fish and 10% of the lake? Does that, does that, does that turn out to be true down there, Dwayne? Is it, did they hold in certain areas on a certain set of trees, a little magic set of trees down there, or are they just spread out everywhere? Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely patterns like that. I mean, there's not – I don't. I wouldn't say it's uh, – uh, there's certain types of trees that are going to hold more fish, you know, and you can kind of run that mm -hmm. pattern. There's certain types of grass lines that are going to hold fish that you can run that pattern. Um, you're looking for clean water. Uh, there's not much to be found, but when you find clean water, it's going to make a difference, in my opinion, anyways. I think I remember that from when we had Greg on from years ago when he was down there. We had him on uh, after that event, Mike Elsie. And he had gotten in behind some grass in the spring or something and found a big clean patch of throwing that sinker around, skipping it around back there in the spring. Yep. So I guess it plays the same in, in the fall down there. So I'll tell you my, my thought process on this. Uh, you know, we were talking about fish management and whatnot. I had a younger guy fishing with me that's new in our club in the state championship, and we shared some water together, and he's he, he stroked us in Gunnersville. I think he put up like – uh, it was like 66 inches or something, 68 inches on three fish. I mean, just smashed us. He's fished bass boat stuff, but he's new to the kayak side. And I'm talking to him about what I'm trying to do on day two as far as culling up and covering water and that kind of thing. 
I think when you get to that mark, you know, everybody kind of has in their head where they need to get on each fishery. I think when you get to that, let's say 94, 95 inch mark on your A spot, that's when you leave. You get out and you work around it and you look for that kicker fish, that outlier. You're not burning up your A spot because you know you're going to come back there for another day. So you just start covering water. You start looking for the things that look the same as your A spot and kind of expanding your territory and look for that one bigger bite. That I think that is is probably where a lot of people go wrong. Instead of sitting there and burning through six or seven 18 inch fish, you you get out and you push and, and hopefully bump into that one, you know, one larger fish on, you know, kind of the outside of the area. Got a qu- another question coming in. Uh, Dwayne, you're down there and you're from that area. What about the weather? There's somebody said, do you think if it rains a lot, it's going to mess up the water? And I know there's some weather coming through this week up here. I'm assuming it's going to come through Louisiana. Yeah, as well. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the rain, in my opinion, I don't think the rain will mess it up. The temperature change is going to mess it up. It's going to, I'll say mess it up. It's going to, it affected the fish today. We had a little front come through and, and I could tell the fish were a little bit different today. Um, and talking to other people, the same thing that, that you know, everything was a little tougher today. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to make the top 100 come Friday, there's a, there's a pretty good front coming in Thursday night overnight. So Friday could be completely different, different wind direction. Uh, it could change everything up. Yeah, so this tournament is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, correct? Yes. Yeah, so that's – you had to t- literally take the week off to get down there. It's kind of like the bass bass setup. So it be fun for people at work. Nobody will be productive. They'll be watching leaderboards in the <laughs> office. I hope it's a slug bass. Last year was awesome, you know, watching that that play out. I think I hope this year's the same. Yeah, I think it well, will. Be. You know, we're getting I'm up against sure the hour. I, mean, I told Dwayne we wouldn't. I know he's down there pre-fishing. We don't want to keep him too long. Right, but let's right, go. Right. Let's go around the horn and get get our picks. Let's get two pick or two or three picks each with a sleeper pick in there. Hey Jeff, <sighs> yeah. I got Matt here. You want to ask hey. him something? Hey Matt, what's up, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, do you plan on losing your phone in Caddo? That's what I wanted Dwayne to ask you. I don't think so. Okay, I've, I've got a... You got a you got a tether. You're good to go. I think so. All right, man. I didn't try to put bad mojo on you. I just know there's a history there. So I'm pulling for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we learned our lesson this time. Okay. Good deal. All right. So yeah, our our picks. picks. I I'm gonna say, don't tell him because he's probably still close. I feel like Matt Scotch is going to bust one this time. I don't know why. I don't know how. I feel like old Scotchy Scotch has got got something in his pocket on this one. Uh, Another one I'm going to pick, because I watched him last time I was down there, is Ugly Twin Mark Pendergrass. And for my sleeper, for my sleeper, I'm going to go with online sensation Lance McWhorter. Let's go. AJ's cousin. Okay. Take that. Take that, suckers. Russ, what you got, man? Uh, man, I, I'm like the underdog guy. Um, I think Tim Isaacs uh, out of West Virginia okay. is a name. Just simply because he's always there, and I haven't seen him crack one, and I know he's due. Um, and I think, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think just the style of fishing fits him down there pretty well. So Tim Isaacs is my first pick. Um. I'd like to see the kid um, bust one. Uh, 
uh, oh man, I can't think of his name right now. I can sit here and see his face on, on Facebook. This is gonna bug me right now. You talking about Jackson? He talking yep. about? All right. Yeah, I always call him Mr. Jackson because uh, he says he's he is the most polite young man you'll ever meet. Um, and then as a sleeper, I don't know, man. I just want to see somebody no name, just anybody. There's a lot of guys out there. It's I can't say it's centrally located because it's twenty some hours for me, but um, I think somebody up north is going to come down and fish something that they're not used to and find something that works for them. All right, all right. Dwayne, besides yourself, who are you looking at? Somebody in this house. Yeah, you got a house loaded. You got a yeah. house loaded. Uh, my over and under is with the house for sure. Uh, okay. I think somebody in the house is going to pull it off. Uh, yeah. I think the, uh, the sleeper is going to be, like you said, it's going to be somebody off the radar that uh, nobody – Nobody looks at. Nobody suspected to put up a bag, and he's going to come out of nowhere and hammer this thing. All right, well, I'll you give you my Jeff? picks. I'm going with the Tennessee guy that's been in the top five every time I turn on the leaderboard. Jimmy McClurkin. He's been on our show before. He's a teammate of mine. Jimmy's good. Jimmy. Yep. Jimmy catches them. I mean, he just catches them everywhere. Uh, number two, going with my man from Arkansas, G Money. Uh, he's all in on this Ooh. one. Trying to make it happen down there, Garrett Morgan. Make a living, baby. Yeah, Fishing making a, a living, living down sorry. there at Caddo. He's due. He told me. He told me that he's due on Caddo. So I'm going okay. with. Okay. G Money said he's due. I'm going with him. Uh, and then my sleeper, Judy Richardson, from Maine. Nobody okay. knows that name, but somebody from the Northeast always catches them in the grass. They're good in the grass, and I'm telling you guys, she can catch them. So watch Judy right. Richardson. I like it. Yeah. Guys, I appreciate y'all both coming on tonight. Russell, congratulations on your big win. Dwayne, thank you for being the gracious champion that you are coming on and giving us the, the NC Insider Preview. Jeff, always. Thanks, for Good times. Thanks. Good luck, Dwayne, you, into your house. Thanks, Russell. Appreciate y'all. We are right out now. of here. We'll see y'all next week. See you, boys.